Welcome to another episode of Rants and Reviews. Are you sick of our voices yet? Well, don't you worry, we have two special guests with us this episode, so you don't have to just listen to us. Erin and Ria are fellow book bloggers and internet friends of ours. Once we got past the technical difficulties, we had a lot of fun. Stay tuned to see how it went. Welcome, Internet, to Rants and Reviews. Today we've got Erin from A Natural Detour and Ria from Thoroughly Modern Millennial with us. And we're going to kick things off by talking about our currently reading. So, people, what are you currently reading? Do you want to do an intro as well for, like, yourselves? I was going to say, do we need to do intros? Yes. (laughs) Do we want to do cheesy intro? (laughs) Hi, I'm Ria. Um, so yeah, I run a personal blog called Thoroughly Modern Millennial, and I also co-run Blogger's Bookshelf with Erin. Hi, I'm Erin from A Natural Detour, where I occasionally blog, um, but mainly at the moment, Blogger's Bookshelf with Ria and our team. <laughs> team BB. Team BB. Woo! Woo team! Team! Cool. So, what are you guys currently reading? I'm in that, like, weird in-between phase where I don't have a book that I'm currently reading because I've just finished like a bunch of them so I'm kind of like choosing what did you finish I've just finished Truly Devious by Maureen Johnson which was fab and so much fun I read it I was sick the other day so I had like a sick day and I just spent all day in my bed just finishing it and it was great and it's uh I got really annoyed because it's I didn't realize it was a it wasn't a one-off it's a series and it cliffhangered so hard that I was just I ended up tweeting Maureen Johnson and she quote tweeted me yes was like because I was like how very dare you (laughs) with that cliffhanger and she's like yes how dare I so I got very excited when she like quote tweeted me so that was fun um but yeah it's really really good it's super fun it's like a murder mystery like yeah in a boarding school oh cool as well so it's like YA fun. There's a little bit of romance. There's a little bit of like, like lots of death. Ooh. Um, and there's like <laughs> very true, but it's cool. It like flashbacks between like the 1930s and like modern day. So you get a bit of the backstory of like the murder she's trying to solve, and then also what's happening cool. now. So it was very very good. But yeah, cool. But yeah, I'm trying to seek out my next one. Is it between a few or? Yeah, I've kind of like gotten stuff out the library. I've got like a pile of to be read stuff in my bedroom that is like <laughs> way, way too big. So I probably should read those. <laughs> and is it is it a literal pile? It's a literal pile. Like great. <laughs> I don't. Oh no, you can't see it behind my head, but like it's there's already a pile by my bed, and like there's stuff on my shelves that I just haven't touched and there's also my just like 2018 tbr that i should just probably get on with but Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. never mind so yeah trying to choose the next one awesome cool erin you're up what are you currently reading (laughs) it's me um currently reading two things i'm I'm with sophie (laughs) um my current library book read i've got here is vox by Christina Doucher, which everyone's been talking about recently. Um, It's sort of set in a world where women are limited to 100 words a day, which is terrifying. (laughs) That sounds so interesting. Dystopian, yeah, not very far in at the moment. Um, But it's interesting so far, obviously scary. (laughs) 
<laughs> to think about. Um, but I'm enjoying mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. And also on my Kindle, um, reading it's This Is Just My Face, Try Not To Stare by Gabrielle Sidibe, the actress oh, okay. who, um, who played the starring role in Precious. Yeah, and um, she's an American Horror Story and lots of other bits. Um, and I'm really enjoying that as well. It's sort of each chapter's kind of like, you know, essay collection type thing, different subjects. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Um, I've been dipping in and out of that for a while, <laughs> sort of on my lunch breaks at work mm-hmm. and stuff. But yeah, I'd recommend both of them so far. <laughs> cool. 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 Me or you next? You can go next. <laughs> okay. Let's put, wait for five minutes so I can go through them all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, I, I lied earlier when I said I wasn't reading anything that I hadn't already mentioned before because I'm still reading When in Rome by Nikki Pellegrino. <laughs> but that's only yeah, because it's, it's been sitting... It, <laughs> it's It's one of those books that's been sitting on my bedside table and I just I haven't been able to read before bed, so it's just been sitting there and mm-hmm. that's all the only time I ever read it. But I've read multiple, like, many books between starting that and finishing that, which I may do soon, possibly. Um... I started on Friday To Kill a Mockingbird, Ooh. the audiobook, because I'm going to try and read it at work, which we'll see how that goes, because mm. <laughs> I feel like that's going to need a bit of concentration, so I may end, may end up swapping to the actual book, but we'll see how that goes. But it's like one of my mum's favourite books, so she's really excited about yeah. me reading it. <laughs> and the last one, I will say... Um, is the fourth book of the Heroes of Olympus series, The House of Hades. Nice. I feel like our entire podcast is just you, like, fangirling Going through the entire thing. Chris Jackson and all those types of books. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I've got one more left in this se- this series, and then I've got two more series, I think, after okay. this. So I think I've only got, like, six, seven more books left. Only. I really have to catch up. <laughs> only. <laughs> so many. <laughs> Yes, and it doesn't sound like I've got lot, lots left, but I do, really. I'm only, like, halfway through. But I've technically read one of those by accident, so... <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but, yeah, that, that, that's all I'm reading, I think. All right, well, I am currently reading... I'm just... I'm literally checking <laughs> under my bed to see if I can find any others. Um, I'm currently reading The Last Magician by Lisa Maxwell. Um, I have a feeling it came out last year but the paperback version came out just like a month ago I think Mm -hmm. so yeah it's really cool I'm really enjoying it I'm nearly finished I've only got like 60 pages to go um and it's like about magic but there's like this um kind of like invisible barrier that goes around like the island and if if the magic people try and cross it all their magic gets sucked away and they could possibly die anyway it's great and it's about like this time traveling girl Mm -hmm. who has to go Mm -hmm. back to the past to like so it's, oh, the back says, the back says, stop the magician, steal the book, save the future. <laughs> Basically, I'm really enjoying it. And I was I was reading it just before. Oh, my God. Yeah, and I was reading it just before, and it kind of got to the, like, the really, like, exciting bit. And I was like, I don't <laughs> have time. Like I don't it. have time. You have to stop. Put it down. Put it down. You don't have time to get into this. You'll get sucked in. Brooklyn and magic and time travel <laughs> sound like my three favorite things in the world. Right? So I feel like I need to read this. Yes, The Last Magician, mm-hmm, Lisa mm-hmm. Maxwell, get okay. on it. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds great. I have a feeling this, there's a second one, and I feel like it comes out, like, imminently. That could be a lie. Don't quote me on that one. However, <laughs> oh my goodness, 
Okay, hold the phone. I just opened the first page, right? <laughs> and the dedication is, and I don't know if it's got anything to do with the the person we all know and love very much, but the dedication is for Harry, who is proof that magic is real, and that <laughs> makes me feel like it. She's a J.K. Oh, Rowling fan. That's awesome. Oh. <laughs> Again, don't know if that's an actual thing, but I'm going to say it is. Perfect. <laughs> it's fake. Right? It's fate. I'm sorry, that's the only Harry we know related fate. to wizards and magic. Fate. <laughs> yep. So, that's me. Sounds great. I also wanted to say, I forgot, but I was about to say it before that we were like, actually, no, it's not. <laughs> say it. And my words are not working tonight again. <laughs> it's night time. Yeah, you know, it's Sunday night. Someone's going to work quick. Um, I finished... They both. They both died in the end. That I was wanting to read. Oh, spoiler alert! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, no spoilers. They both died in the end. <laughs> but they do both die in the end. Oh. What's the name of the book? Of course yeah. they die. Yeah, but wouldn't it be nice if that was the twist? Like, haha, jokes. They don't. They didn't die at the end. I want to say something, but I don't want to spoil it. Okay, yeah, I want to read this book, so don't spoil it. Okay, I won't spoil it. But the ending, the ending, like. It, it annoyed me but it didn't but I also really enjoyed it and it was great and I just wanted to recommend it out to everybody okay this is is this um Adam Silvera yeah yeah because after I mentioned the other book saying that I hadn't read it and I mm-hmm. wanted to read it and it's great so yes him and Becky are great word makers <laughs> I forgot one that I've finished recently I actually had to finish one for my work book club recently um, called This Is Going To Hurt ah. and Ooh. it's a secret diary of a junior doctor in the NHS in the UK and it is surprisingly light-hearted and very like <laughs> it's hilarious it's written by a guy who's actually a comedian now because he's quit um, he's quit doctoring to become a comedian of course as you do <laughs> it's he quit doctoring to become a comedian okay. he explains yeah. kind of why he kind of left in the end but mm-hmm. it is uh, there were genuine moments where we've been talking about it at work and we have been like laughing out loud because <laughs> the way he writes stuff especially some of the like weirder medical things are just so funny <laughs> and it's just very blasé about a lot of very disgusting things so if you're kind of like it does make you like really appreciate like doctors and nurses are absolutely like the heroes um mm-hmm. and they don't get very little recognition and mm-hmm. it, it's really funny he does it in kind of like a diary form so it's his notes from when he was actually practicing so they're very kind of like today i did this and today this ridiculous thing it sounds happened. cool and, like, oh, yeah We'll have a little bit of an intro and outro. And, um, but yeah, that was really fun. It's cool that you have a work book club as well. That's what I was thinking too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just reinstigated recently because we got really lazy with it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's mainly like 10 minutes talking about the book and then the rest of it's like drinking wine. Yes. Sounds. Yep. Yep. Sure. <laughs> having, a chat, having a chat about other books. So it's a very non-committal book club, but isn't that what most book clubs about, really? Yeah, yeah. It's all about the wine, pretty much. It's all it's all about the wine and the drinks and then the actual other conversations mm-hmm, rather mm-hmm. than yeah, book. But yeah, that was fun. Cool. And what was the name of that book? Um, it's called "This Is Going to Hurt: Secret Diaries of a Junior Doctor" by Adam Kay. So Adam Kay is the comedian. Okay. So. 
Cool. He got really far. Like, he was almost a consultant, and then he was just like, I can't do it anymore. Oh, <laughs> Screw it, I'll be a comedian. Which I don't know if it's very... It, it did leave it... It left it on a quite, like, oh, yeah, the NHS is really important. We should fight mm. for it kind of, like, note, which is really good. So, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Cool. Yeah, so tell us about your personal blogs. You've told us, like, what their names are, but what do you guys write about when you post? <laughs> I can see Erin's face because we haven't vlogged in a while. <laughs> I'm like, mm, what was the last thing I did? <laughs> <laughs> Good question. <clears throat> I try. It's all right. We all try. <laughs> Who's going first? Do you want to go first, Erin? Because I went first last time. And also because I haven't blogged in a while. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, let me think. So it's kind of lifestyle-y. Um, used to do a lot of food stuff, but I haven't had time recently. Um, like to do sort of roundups, a little bit of TV. And music, that sort of stuff. Uh, used to be a DIY blogger, and I would like to bring that back. Yes. <laughs> but again, it's it's a time kind of thing at the moment. But Yay. I will try. <laughs> um, maybe maybe we'll get there one day. But yeah. What kind of things did you DIY? Um, I used to do because uh, I used to make jewellery for a job. It's so cool, Sophie. I've got some of her stuff. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, so I used to do a lot of jewellery tutorials and sewing tutorials and that sort of stuff but this is how me and erin made friends <laughs> i want a giveaway of her jewelry cool <laughs> cool somebody else say something <laughs> <laughs> oh is it me <laughs> yeah it's totally you you're up it's you <laughs> i haven't vlogged in a while well i i say that uh, yeah i haven't I, I, my blog's a bit of a hodgepodge of everything. It kind of started as a fashion blog back in uh, 2010. That makes me sound really old in blogger years. Um, that's right. That's when I started as well. You're in good company. Yeah, that's when I started too. Um, so yeah, I, I, it started as a kind of like fashion and beauty and like all that kind of stuff. And it kind of morphed into this like monster of everything else of so I talk a lot about like I do a little bit on like lifestyle stuff a bit travel stuff I started talking more recently about like race and politics and things like that so it's kind of I think it kind of goes with the millennial thing it's just like a hodgepodge of everything um but yeah I kind of want to get back into more of the kind of essay-ish stuff and I do try and like put some of my own writing and my writing journey I guess as mm-hmm. well on there too but yeah I haven't been doing much of that recently so too busy um but I am trying to write more by we've all got the same excuse <laughs> but it's always a nice surprise when you do <laughs> <laughs> I've got lots like in the background there but I just like looking at it and like the thought of editing it through mm-hmm. and I'm like oh so many drafts. Oh, so many drafts. So many drafts. Mm-hmm. I have so many drafts. Oh, yeah. They're all just sat there. So many books, so many drafts. I think I've got like 57 at the moment <laughs> in my. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Oh. I did a clear out once and it was great. A spring clean of your blog. I just got rid of all the ones I couldn't be bothered editing. Drafts on drafts on drafts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got 59 drafts, apparently. <laughs> 
Oh, wow. Look at that. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> now, now I want to look. <laughs> Go and um, do you guys have like favorite things about blogging? Like, why did you start to begin with? Like what made you, or what made you keep going when you were, when you do post? <laughs> when I do post. Like what, what is it you like about it? I don't know. I just, I, I really like the community and I really like, mm. I do kind of, I do really enjoy writing. And again, I'll just like ranting at the internet <laughs> sometimes. Yes. <laughs> especially when it's like something big happens and especially like, especially as I've been doing like more political stuff, I'll be like, ah, so <laughs> where I can't like articulate it in a Twitter thread, then it goes into mm-hmm, a blog post mm-hmm. instead so but yeah it's fun just to like butt in <laughs> feel free to butt in you know how i said i did a, a clean out of my drafts have you just had a look <laughs> i have 89 drafts 89 you have the most <laughs> yeah and you did a clear out yeah oh my gosh wow Mine kind of sit in Evernote for like forever and then they become out of date. So like I've got ones from like yeah. oh yeah a year and a half ago, which I probably can't really like I've I've had like an India travel post in draft for like about a year and about two years. <laughs> that was a while ago. That was over a year ago. And I haven't posted it and I haven't written it. So Okay. I've just looked and technically only about 10 or 12 of them are actually drafts uh, and the rest are like archive uh, posts that I've unpublished. Oh yeah, well, I do that. Yeah. <laughs> so that makes it a little bit better. <laughs> Jeepers. Um, do you have, because you've, you've both done kind of like different styles of posts in the past, like fashion, DIY, food, um, like the political stuff you're doing, Ria, is there, do you have like a favourite to write or put together? I like remember it's, back it's the craft. Oh, do you want to go? Sorry, I was just gonna, I think for me, like doing the tutorials is what I enjoy the most. I don't know why I'm not mm-hmm. still doing it. <laughs> um, I think it's the time it takes because you've got to do the photos, yeah. and if you're making something to tutorial, you want to test it first, and all these kinds of things. Like it does take longer, but mm-hmm. I really like doing those, mm-hmm. and I feel like you're putting something out there mm-hmm. that people can find useful and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yep, I used your tutorials, your Harry Potter one tutorial. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> so good. So, yeah. Is that where you learn to do all your wands that you store in your mug? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I've got some of those somewhere. Yeah, I've got about I've got about four. I think some small child stole one, but we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did have a look for mine and I couldn't find them. I don't know where mm-hmm. they are. I can't remember what the question was. <laughs> what posts do you enjoy writing? Oh, yeah. Um, I do enjoy the kind of writing posts because it's mainly me just, like, moaning. It's so hard when it's, like, not really. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I've really enjoyed, like, the political stuff recently. So, like, tips on activism and writing about, like, different different issues and stuff like that. And... I actually, like, went back and, like, started archiving really, really old posts where, like, links had gone dead and photos didn't show up and stuff like that. And I, like, (laughs) forgot how much I, like, really enjoyed, like, writing all my fashion stuff. Like, not like I'm not Mm -hmm. a fashion blogger, as you can see in my gigantic brown (laughs) jumper. (laughs) Switches! But, like, I really miss, like, writing about collections and things. So, like, I did, like, whole posts on, like, Alexander McQueen and like history behind things mm-hmm. and I got really really nerdy about it um 
Not that anyone ever like read them or whatever, but like I totally read them. <laughs> like, I was just thinking, like it's funny when you've been following somebody's blog for like a couple of years and like you know watching. Like I I knew when it was like the Oscars or something because you'd do like a post about the amazing dresses, and I was like I totally missed it because it would be on at some like stupid time in New Zealand or something mm-hmm. like two a.m. I'm not gonna stay up for that. I'll just wait until Ria posts about it, and we're all good. <laughs> I found a bunch of my kind of like old red carpet like review posts mm. and some of them are like actually a bit mean. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm gonna like maybe I'm gonna unpublish this bit about it and then talk <laughs> about like being nice about dresses and things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I got you I, I get really nerdy about fashion. Erin will tell you like like when we walk around <laughs> when we walk around like we go around to museums and stuff. My face when we were walking around the Alexander McQueen exhibition a few like years ago. That was amazing. Though. It was amazing, but like I got like really nerdy about Wait, like the, hemlines. The exhibition was amazing, or Ria's yes. face was amazing. <laughs> Everything. <Sorry. laughs> <laughs> was like peering at hemlines. I'm like, ooh, you can't even see that stitch. I didn't even take fashion. I was just like, <laughs> that's so great. But yeah. <laughs> Like, I get really angry when the Met Gala comes around because I'm like, all these other people don't know anything that they're talking about. And mm-hmm. I'm like, guys, <laughs> yes. this is not how you talk. <laughs> it's not the point. They're not supposed to look nice. <laughs> oh, dear. I always find that the thing, like, I like to write write beauty things, but I'm not, I'm not a beauty blogger at all. But, like, I don't know why people would read that because, like, That's it's just of, my opinions. Yeah. I don't know why, Why like, I, I enjoy writing it, though. So that's, like, the whole point. I but... always love it when, like, beauty bloggers, because I'm not a beauty blogger either, but I love it when they do, like, like this. <laughs> they, like, hold up the thing. Like, so, <laughs> podcast listeners, if you can't see me, but I'm holding up a pen and I'm putting my palm behind it. You know how they do this? You know, you know what, what she's doing. doing. You guys know. Like, so you can see the labels and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Grace Helbig used to do that on her like youtube channel as a like spoof yeah she's like can you see it can you see it can you see this can you see this in front of the camera i was watching one today that she was doing she was doing the thing but she was doing it so far away and it was like a little necklace and you couldn't see it at all and she's like i'll do a close-up on this and then she never even saw it's close it would literally be like in front of the camera wouldn't it and it's just her hand yeah Yeah. like just just do a close-up. Yeah. Get a zoom-in feature, like, hey. <laughs> yes, here's my thing. Yeah. <laughs> right next to my thing. Great nail polish colour, Sophie. Mm. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and we could see it beautifully in front of your oh, palm. yes. Mm. Exactly. <laughs> it's what my palm is for. Oh, gosh. Tiny bit off topic, but cool. <laughs> Where were we? Totally fine. <laughs> Let's get into the main thing about you guys' favourite books. What are they? That's a great start. (laughs) (laughs) Who's first? Do you want to go first, Erin? So, um, I've gone for one, like, all-time favourite. And the other one's, like, a recent favourite because I'm terrible at remembering things. (laughs) And the only reason I remember enough to talk about this is because I've read it four times. So, so the book is um, Dangerous Girls by Abigail Haas. Um, it's a YA kind of thriller-ish, I guess. Um, it's about a group of friends, teenagers, who 
go on holiday to Aruba and one of them is murdered and her best friend Anna who's the main character is accused of the murder so it switches between sort of different time periods um, kind of the early days of their friendship when they're at school together and that sort of thing um, the beginning of the holiday before the murder of Elise and um, kind of Anna's time in jail and her trial and all that kind of stuff um, and the way it's quite clever the kind of order that everything's told in because you get sort of more snippets of information as it goes along and kind of unfolds the story and they've got this really intense kind of friendship and like fits together like a puzzle for the end it's got a really good ending I won't give it away obviously <laughs> in case you want to read it um yeah it's kind of scary to kind of put yourself when you're reading it like with Anna and she's obviously being accused of murder it's kind of like scary to put yourself in that situation mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. terrifying like the worst thing that could happen <laughs> um and there's a line in it that i always remember which is wouldn't we all look guilty enough if someone searched hard enough um which is really scary to think about there's a bit in the book where during the trial um they use photographs from anna's like social media as oh, part gosh. of the evidence and their photos from like when her and Elise went to a Halloween party. So they've got like fake blood on them and stuff, and she's holding a knife. And out of context, they like use that obviously against her to kind of prove that she's, mm, yep, yep, you know, capable of the murder and stuff like that. So it's a really interesting, um, kind of idea. I really like the way it unfolds, um, so much so that I have read it four times. <laughs> um, it's also got sort of transcripts um from the interviews it's got text messages i think somewhere it's got a map like layout of the apartment that they're staying in and also so that's it's not just like straightforward chapters either so we like that as well i don't know if any of you have read it not yet <laughs> but, but you should if you haven't <laughs> i want to read it because it's your favorite book every time i see you like reading it like on Goodreads or you know something or like a tweet or something that you're re reading it again I'm like I have to read this book mm. I don't know why I want to keep reading it like it's become a thing like every year I reread it <laughs> um I don't know why I don't know why I don't do that with other books but I don't know I just seem to still enjoy reading it each time so no that's awesome why not <laughs> that's yeah. good I feel like I should do that more often and reread stuff um so, so I've kind of done the same thing as Erin where I've got like, I call it like, I have like a list of forever favourites that I call them. Ones that I will really, really love for, for my entire life, I think. Well, hopefully for my entire life. Um, and then I kind of have a current favourite rec. So like my forever favourite, this was really hard <laughs> to pick, by the way. <laughs> I got very stressed out <laughs> for a little bit. You made it difficult for us. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, my favourite book. It's like choosing between my children. Oh my god, okay. Um, uh, but I picked um, The Bell Jar by Sylvia Plath. And it's one that I... It's really weird because I know it's a bit of a like... Some people really don't like it. And some people are like, oh, it's a bit like... <laughs> you know, oh yeah, typical. You're picking The Bell Jar, of course. <laughs> like, kind of thing. Um, but I think I like... It's one of those books that I feel like I read at like points where I needed to read it in my life so I read it when I was like a teenager um and like yeah I feel exactly like Esther in the book so 
But so if then if no one's read it here or is listening, it's basically the story of a girl who is like trying to kind of find her way in the world. And she has a lot of mental health problems, I think, is indicated. She works in New York. There's an element of her going back home and kind of like dealing with kind of lots of mental health issues. And it's told and I mainly love it because it's written in such a really beautiful way. And I really adore like Sylvia Plath's writing. And, and that's mainly why I was drawn to it. But like I read it when I was a teenager. I read it when I kind of like first was like towards the end of university. And then I read it again kind of as I was moving away from home and as an adult. And I kind of pick things out in different ways every time I like read it and yeah and it's probably like one of the most quoted like very hipster (laughs) poetry-esque like verses in it about like trees and all that kind of thing but um but yeah it's it's I I will fight for this book (laughs) I will fight anyone for this book generally um but yeah that's awesome Mm. I find it really amazing how like the same story can like it's completely different at different stages of your life. Like you yeah, just like you, yeah. you either you pick out different things, like you're saying, like what you need at the time, or you notice things that you didn't as a kid or a teenager. And you're like, wait, what? Yeah. Of, what? What? Because <laughs> I remember the first time like I read it, I think I was probably a lot younger, and then I I didn't really get it. Yeah. And then you kind of read it as an adult, and you're like, oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, that's yep. me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you can both like pick out bits and like, yep, can relate. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, cool. I I really want to read it, but it's just never got round to it. It's forever on the pile. <laughs> it's forever. <laughs> yep, forever, forever on the pile. <laughs> never ending pile of to be read. It's one of those books. Oh gosh. Yeah. It's her only novel, so it kind of feels mm. a bit special that it's her only novel. Like I've read like all her essays and I've got like a collection of all her poetry and all that kind of thing but like the novel feels especially yep. quite special because it's the only one she's finished in its entirety so yeah cool. I can't remember the other one I picked now what did I pick awesome. <laughs> you picked the hate um, you give oh the hate you give so that was a recent one I think though I say recent I think I probably finished it about maybe a couple months ago now um again it was one of those books where I think I was in a bit of a reading rut and had picked this up because everyone on the internet was talking about it yep yep. okay and it's a very important book okay it's a very important (laughs) book yep um and then I read it and I was sobbing at two o'clock in the morning when I was reading it because it Mm -hmm, was just mm -hmm. like so heart-wrenching and so like so important it was an important book, but, like, the way Angie Thomas wrote it and the characters and everything, like, it was, like, one of those bits where I was like, oh, my God, I haven't read anything like this in so long. That has, like, made me want to stay up and actually find out and, mm-hmm. like, care so much about these characters. So, but yeah, it was an amazing, amazing book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I haven't read it yet. But... And are they making it into a movie? Yeah, they are. I'm so excited for the yeah, movie. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep, yeah. it's coming. And when does that come out? Do we know? It's soon, um, I think. Soon? Yeah, it's soon. Yeah. yeah. The cast is really cool, yeah, I, like, from what I've seen. Because yeah. what's his name? The the Kiwi guy in Riverdale's on, in it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, KJ Appa. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. him. <laughs> I don't know who he's playing, but he's in it. Is he? 
I assume it's her boyfriend. I'm having a Google. Man, he is going so far. The only, the only like white guy yeah. in it. Oh, he is. Yes. Oh my god, I didn't even realize that was gonna be him. <laughs> Just connected the dots. <laughs> but yeah, it's Amanda Stenberg who is awesome. She, she play, she's Rue, isn't she? Oh my gosh. Yes. She yes. Is. Yep. I knew yes. she was familiar, yes. but I couldn't pick her, and I didn't think to look her up. Oh, anyway, <laughs> great, good. Yeah. Oh, she's got so old. Yeah. She was also in that Nicola Yoon movie. Yeah. Another YA one. Yes. 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 That was oh, it. she is. So. She is. She, yes. She's in that one too. Is that out yet? Yes. Oh, is it? It was in the Ooh. UK. I need to read that book. Have you guys yes. read it? Yes, you need to read it. <laughs> I know. You know what? I think I have it. Um, can't confirm, but I have a feeling I do. <laughs> what you color should. Is the spine? You is should. It white? White, white. I read it a while that, back. Is that the Nicola Yoon yeah, one? I think it's Nicola Yoon. Yeah. Yeah, it just looked on Goodreads. Okay, I don't think I do have it. <laughs> I thought I had it. Anyway, irrelevant. I need to read it and uh, therefore then watch yeah, the movie. Yeah, because I, I really liked it. And then I bought her other book and I really hated the, her other book. Oh, no. Ah, <laughs> uh, that other, what's the other book? Um, is that, do you remember the, what it, is it The Sun Is Not A Star? Uh Sun is also a star. Oh, maybe it's that one I've got. That's like a orangey, pinky spine. Orangey, pinky, orangey. There it is. Great, yeah. I found it. Yeah, because I actually that own right. that one, but I don't like it. Uh, oh, that's awkward. Right, okay. I know. But yeah, so I need to see the movie if it's out. I've just had a look because I didn't realize KJ Apple was going to be in the Hate You Give, and it turns out he's replacing an actor who was in it originally because the actor was like, I just got fired oh, oh no really <laughs> for not very nice reasons <laughs> I don't know if that's awesome for KJ Apple or if it's a bit I sad. think it's I great know. for KJ Apple but I'm just yeah that's oh dear I wonder what <laughs> I they did <laughs> oh no oh that's bad oh he Stop was reading. Oh. The other... <laughs> no <laughs> I'm very excited for KJ Apple yes yeah, we don't want to know do we He'll be great. <laughs> yep, yep. Just leave it at that. Erin, <laughs> what was your other one? Oh, <laughs> I don't have it here because it was a library book, which is really annoying. So I made some notes, which probably aren't going to help <laughs> me at all. Um, I only read it last week, but as I said, very forgetful. Um, so it's Girl in Translation by Jean Kwok. Um, it's about a young girl called Kimberly Chang and her mother who move from Hong Kong to New York. Um, and just follows her journey from like her childhood and then through her teens and everything. Um, so they they get help to come to the US from um, her mum's sister, so her aunt, who's already there, and they own a factory there, which is basically a sweatshop. Um, so they come over to New York, and they're given a really horrible apartment to live in, got no heating they use the oven for heating they've got cockroaches rats all this kind of stuff like obviously horrible situation and her mum works in the sweatshop really long hours for obviously for nothing basically and um, she goes to school and comes to the sweatshop in the evenings so but she's a really clever girl and um, so her intelligence is kind of their way out of this kind of poverty and the situation that they're in um, and that's kind of what the book follows. And it's, so it's a really interesting story. It feels very authentic. I don't know if any of it sort of is based on the author's own experiences at all. 
um, that there's just little things that are done that make it feel really, might make Kimberly feel like a really real character. Um, so things like when she's saying what somebody else has said to her, it's written as she would have understood it at the time. So for example, when she's talking to like a principal of a school, the words that she doesn't understand within that sentence will be written as words, other words that makes no sense in context of the sentence when oh, yeah. reading it mm. but you can mm -hmm. see what kind of words you know they were meant to be but at the time she wouldn't have understood them because she was still learning English it wasn't her first yeah. language and um, so I really like that it made it feel you know like more authentic um, and another little thing was um, the way that they bought things so obviously they didn't have a lot of money um, but Kimberly didn't grow up kind of measuring what they did buy in dollars she measured it in skirts because her mum got paid sort of per a certain amount per skirt in the factory mm. so she would sell like we, we had to get this and it was ten thousand skirts or something like that and i thought that was a really interesting touch as well um it's one of those stories where obviously they're in a horrible situation but you're really rooting for them they're a really likable family and obviously I, again i went <laughs> the ending but um it does work out well it's not a horrible ending <laughs> so um yeah just it was a really interesting story I picked it up and I'd heard good things about it but I didn't really know what to expect um ended up really enjoying it giving it five stars Ooh, nice so that's pretty good for me um because a bit stingy with stars sometimes <laughs> <laughs> as you may know um although I've been giving out a few this year so maybe I don't know if I'm just getting more generous with the stars or if um I'm just getting better at finding books that I Mm. enjoy I'm hoping mm. it's the latter yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping I'm learning from my mistakes um, but yeah I'd really recommend it um, it's something quite different for me and I really enjoyed it and I'd like to find some sort of more similar books in that vein as well cool awesome <laughs> I actually really wanted to read that book for so long and it's again it's I was gonna say have you read it because I think you'd really like it it's really it's like again it's like the bell jar it's like one of those books like I feel like I need to read and just haven't yeah. gotten to it yet. Mm -hmm. so. If I actually owned a copy, I would lend it to you. I do plan on buying one because I'd like to read it again. It was that yeah. good. <laughs> I'd like it in my collection. <laughs> if I do get a copy, I'll let you know. <laughs> and it's a wrap. Thank you so much to Erin and Rhea for chatting with us today. We hope you've enjoyed getting to know them a little bit better and have added some books to your TBR piles. In the next episode, we're continuing our guest appearances and we'll learn a little more about the collaborative book blog, Bloggers Bookshelf. In the meantime, head on over to Erin's blog, A Natural Detour, and Rhea's, Thoroughly Modern Millennial, to read some of their posts and remember to follow rants and reviews on Twitter, Instagram, and your favorite podcast channel. Until next time, happy reading! Happy reading!